This is a trigger warning that the following podcast talks about eating disorders. If this affects you, please see the show notes for helpful resources. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Eat With Ali podcast. So today's episode is going to be all about recovery. I'm going to share all the ways that helped me recover and relate it to you. So I've got 10 points, all that you can write down or you can keep processing in your head, keep listening to this podcast over and over again if you need to, just to, you know, get some more inspiration or just really affirm it in your head different ways to try to recover because you can do it. As I've said in my other podcasts, I really feel like it was such a struggle for me to even want to get help because I was scared of my body changing and I was also scared of having to go through recovery. I was scared of losing that bit of control when I vomited. But the real control has come when I started the recovery journey and the stopping of the binge eating. So yeah, that's what I'm going to be sharing today. Just quickly before I get into that though, I want to share something that happened to me today. Pretty, pretty chaotic, but also... Like, what the fuck? Oh, and just a heads up, this is a bit of a trigger warning for blood. If you don't like hearing about blood, skip to about 3 minutes and 15 seconds. And if you stay, enjoy my 2 minute rant. So to explain how we got to this position, pretty much what I was doing yesterday was cooking. And I've grown out my natural nails, so they're a bit long and sharp at the moment. And when I was cooking, I somehow, don't ask me how, I don't know how the fuck I did it, but I dug one of my fingernails into my skin like ouch it hurt a lot and so it it hurt all overnight and I thought it would go away by today but it hadn't so I went searching for a band-aid and I knew there were some band-aids in my gym bag so I got ready to go to the gym this morning and then yeah I went quickly searching in my gym bag just before I was literally about to head out the door and yeah instead of greeting with a band-aid I was greeted by my fucking shaver or razor whatever you call it in my gym bag it had fallen out of the like the little bag I had put it in and it just fucking ripped the shit out of my skin and it hurt so much I swear I was bleeding like gushing of blood non-stop for like 15 minutes but yeah so I was having a sook about it for a little bit and just like oh my gosh I feel dizzy ah funny story once when I was younger I had cut oranges late at night I think I was supposed to have been asleep I'm pretty sure I was in primary school during this traumatic event and yeah I cut the oranges and I sliced my finger instead and I just was so scared to make my appearance known that I was awake so I didn't say anything and then I passed out on the bathroom floor (laughs) so I was so fucking worried that that was gonna happen today but it didn't so that's okay thank you I'm alright I'm alright I'm alright 
But yeah, I went to the gym and then I went and enjoyed some Sushi Hub. I love sushi and especially Sushi Hub. Please tell me what your favorite sushis are. I love tuna and avocado and salmon sashimi. That is my absolute favorite. Oh, damn, I want more. Anyway, they were so irrelevant to whatever we're talking about today. But yes, that is my day and I hope you are having a wonderful day too. But everything is all well and good now. I have eaten my sushi, I'm happy, and I am excited for today's episode. So let's get into it. These are 10 ways that helped me recover that you should try to do. By the way, all the points that I mentioned, I'm going to direct it towards you. So, yes. Number one, acknowledge that you are struggling. This is something that seems so straightforward and simple, but it's not always. Like, there was such a long time where I refused, refused to admit that I had an eating disorder and that I was struggling. So, like, how can you expect to heal or at least begin or even begin that recovery journey if you can't even acknowledge to yourself, by the very least, that something is going on that you want to change. And so what you should do is try to ask yourself, how do you feel mentally and how do you feel physically? Once I asked myself those questions, I acknowledged to myself that I have an eating disorder and even saying that aloud was so challenging. This will get more into point two, but I, the first time I actually said that I have bulimia out loud was when I told someone what I was going through. I would really actually recommend to try and say it to yourself aloud maybe first, but I just happened to kill two birds with one stone. The most important thing though is that you are acknowledging how you are feeling and that you are struggling and need help. So whatever feels better for you, you go ahead with that. It was very difficult for me to even say in my head that I am bulimic. So give it a go. I think it's a really powerful thing that you can do to just look at yourself even. Go to the mirror and say I have bulimia and or whatever eating disorder it is. And yes, it will be a bit confronting, but acknowledging what you were going through and what needs to be changed is one of the most powerful and biggest steps you can do to recover. It will begin your healing journey. Number two is tell someone that you are struggling. Choose someone that you know cares for you and that you trust because this is going to be a very deep and very emotional conversation that you are going to have. I cried and cried and cried. It took me hours just to say the words, I am bulimic. And it was a challenge, but I'm so, so grateful and thankful that I did that because, yeah, just just as point one, if I can't even say it aloud, how can I even try to heal? Like, I was at such a dark place in my life that I knew something was wrong and I feel like I've come out braver and stronger from doing that and I know you will too. It is a really courageous and powerful action to take but yeah seriously choose someone that you can trust because and that you know is cares for you because it will be a very emotional conversation and literally do not be afraid to cry out all those emotions and just express everything that you are feeling let out all those emotions that you've been caving in for such a long time I'm sure that it's possible that you've even kept it in for so long because you don't want to be helped you don't want to see your body change this is your safe space of control that you feel when you vomit all the food out I'm sure you're thinking I mean this is certainly what I thought that I've gotten all this food out of me but now I have control of where it goes into the toilet Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. no the true control came when I stopped the binging and I stopped the purging and that also came to a lot of mental work because I was battling myself inside my head 
it was not easy and it certainly I was certainly giving myself a lot of grief uncomfortable feelings both physically and mentally but you will come out of it stronger there were times where I would say haven't you noticed how skinny I am but still eat so much or that I have I'd say something like I have a problem but I would never actually say I have an eating disorder I need help and it is bulimia so yeah I feel like that when I would say I have a problem was like my deep inner self being asking for help being like please say it I'm here can you connect the dots for me no I have to say it myself I need to express how I am feeling and why this is what I'm feeling and that is something that I feel like really has to come internally and that you have to say aloud and not just expect people to figure it out for you and there's a lot of strength and courage in that which is why it took me so long until and until I really finally found the person that I could truly trust with this so yes I think it will benefit you a lot if you actually say I have an eating disorder I need help and this is my eating disorder no beating around the bush as hard as it is and it's definitely easier said than done but I know once it's finally said you will feel so much better your goal is to have that weight lifted off your shoulders no matter how big or small it is I I guarantee you will feel some sort of relief off your shoulders aim for that and as this person that you were trying to open up to they should have your best interest you can even try to let them be your accountability partner maybe next time they notice that you are maybe overeating a little bit they can just remind you of why you were doing this maybe you guys can set up a little code word for each other because maybe you're out in public or maybe you just need that one word to really set in your mind that oh oops yes I've been used I'm, I'm used to this habit of binging and purging but here I am this code word says to me no stop 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 and just use it as your motivation and as a friendly reminder like for example you can try to get the other person to say remember why you were doing this and it's so deep it's like a little cool quote that maybe it will just really set in your head that oh yep gotcha thank you let's try not to do it and trust me there will be those moments where you are sitting there uncomfortably wanting to go back to your old ways and vomit it out fight it you can push through it I know you can you will sit there for a little bit uncomfortably but I've mentioned this in another episode I think it was the first one that These are your times and your moments where you have to remind yourself why you were doing this, why you were trying to overcome this and what you can gain out of it. And also be proud of yourself that you were trying to move and fight through these emotions and uncomfortable feelings. And if there's a slip up, that is okay because you are trying to change an unhealthy habit that has been formed in your brain and your routine. So if you slip up, just remind yourself of what you could do better to improve next time and what you did better this time like even if you were able to sit through it for a longer period than you have before that is still progress you are still getting through it a bit further than you have before and that is awesome so yeah always look for what you've done great and what you can improve with do not sit there and put yourself down like oh fuck I failed no get rid of the word failure we're not going to use that here because Remember, this is an unhealthy habit that you have formed in your routine and habits are very, in some ways, they can be easy to form, but not as easy to get rid of, especially if they're not that good for you and it's some form of control and escape from reality and the rest of your emotions that you were going through. To me, my binging and my purging was my escape from 
my emotions and how I was feeling. I was trying to escape from what was going on in my life and just how shitty I felt about myself. So yeah, it was definitely scary to think that I would have to lose this escape. That relieving feeling of having and feeling all of that food come back out of me. And only once I recovered, I really realized what was actually giving me control, which was the stopping the binging and the purging. So yeah, I guess try to keep in mind that you will find that true control once you are able to stop the binging and the purging. And I'm sure you will feel so proud of yourself. I'm so proud of myself that I've gotten to where I am now and I've stopped this. And I want you to feel that same proudness and strengthen yourself it will be such a such a great feeling and I hope you are even starting to feel it now just by listening to these podcasts and getting that motivation because you can do it I know you can okay number three accept how you feel your emotions are valuable because it shows that you care so you know we feel the guilt we feel the shame the fear the anger the anxiety the frustration And although these feelings aren't that great, it shows that we care about something. Like, we're feeling guilt for a reason. If we didn't care what we were doing to ourselves, we'd just be, yeah, whatever. But that underlying guilt feeling or that anxious, the anxiety, the fear, the shame, these are things that we're feeling for a reason. So accept that this is something that you are feeling and dive deep into why you are feeling this way. Because if you didn't care, it wouldn't take a toll on you and your emotions. You are caring for a reason. So try to figure out why it is that you care. Obviously, there is something in you that knows that you shouldn't treat yourself this way. So cling on to that and just know and use that as your hope that you and your body are beautiful and they deserve to be treated as such. So yeah, ask yourself what it is that you feel. Why is it that you feel this way? And accept that you are feeling these emotions. We are human and we feel. Okay, number four. Acknowledge what has changed in your life. It is time to accept the hard truths. Ask yourself, what have you lost? And is there anything that you've gained? By the way, maybe you are skinnier and that is something that you consider that you have gained. And that is something that I definitely considered as a positive. But when I compared it to everything that I've lost and the way that I now feel about myself, I realized that it was not as valuable to be skinny no not not from everything I was losing not from everyone that I was hurting it was not worth it to be skinny for all of this and was it a hard truth to realize that my mental health was being affected as well by my eating disorder I had my four years plus of keeping it to myself and then I recovered for a little bit and then I relapsed and it was only after the relapse period to when I tried to heal again that I realized that mental health had a big part of it. So I just really like, I want to express that to you because I was oblivious to the fact that because I was damaging my body, I was damaging my brain at the same time. And just the way I was thinking, my mind's just how I was feeling as a whole, not just my body. So that's why I'm just really trying to emphasize to you that your body and your mind are both getting affected by your eating disorder. It is not just your body. It is both of them. This is something that I seriously struggled to recognize for a long time. I would hope for you to have a look at your own life and try to see and realize that your mental health is actually being affected too. And your mental health is so important. Another important question to ask yourself is, how are you making other people feel? So the people that you care about, 
Are you releasing all of that anxiety and negative feelings that you have onto them? Are you lashing out at them? Are you taking out your frustration onto them? And I'm sure you're not trying to intentionally hurt them, but when you're in such a state and everything else around you just feels like it's crashing down, it makes sense why you push away and you release all of those emotions that you were having onto the people you care about the most. It's because I guess you feel safest around them, but at the same time, that's not really a good reason to be hurting someone that means something to you. So it is important to realize it and try to control that. And if you're in such a low self-love and self-worth state, maybe you are even hurting the ones that you love to hurt yourself. It's like a self-punishment, like a a self-sabotage. But no more of that love only. Self-love and give that same love because you know that you care about these people. It just you're not in a, you're not in the best place and that is something that we're here to work on. That's why you're listening to this podcast. So I'm so proud of you and bravo. Woohoo! Yeah. So yeah, anyways, ask the people that you care about most, how are you making them feel? And you can even then ask them what have they seen in you that has changed? What like what is their observation on it all? This will not only give you a better understanding about how they are feeling towards you, but also to have an outsider perspective of what your actions may look like to the people that you love and care for. I found it really refreshing when I was healing and I was seeing some of my friends, they would just, (laughs) when they would see me, they would be like, wow, Ali, you look so healthy and so happy and you genuinely look like you were glowing. And um, although I'm not saying to just find all your worth in what other people say about you, definitely not. But when... I was going through the recovery process and it was hard for me to kind of accept that my body was changing and I was going through all those uncomfortable feelings of keeping food in me. It was really such a refreshing feeling to hear an outsider's perspective when at the moment I was still kind of struggling to get the grips of things and still seeing myself as just getting bigger. I was still pushing through that need and that desperate feeling that I had to vomit out but yeah I guess when my head was still so focused on what my body would look like and focusing on controlling not binging and purging, it was really nice to hear that from the outsider perspective, I still, I was looking healthier and I was coming out happier. And yeah, it was really such a great feeling. And I can't wait for you to get that too. Another truth that you have to try to accept is, are you around positive influences? As they say, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So I think this is really true, actually, because you want to be around ambitious people, people that support each other, that encourage each other to be better. Be around people that you trust and know have your best interest at heart and you know that truly cares for you. You want to be around people that can be supportive of you during this time. I had only personally told one person that I had bulimia when I began recovering. So I'm not saying that you must tell everyone, but I am saying it is good when you are trying to improve yourself that you were around people that have your best interest. Like like I was saying with the people that saw me and they were like, wow, you look so great. I, I hadn't said anything about having an eating disorder or trying to recover. That was just their genuine look on me. That was their perspective of me. So they had seen and noticed what I was like before that they can now look at me during my recovery and compare that and say, you look happier and healthier than ever. So these are the type of people that you want in your life that are genuinely gonna look at you and feel happy that you look happy. Wow, what a, what a great person. And you want to be that person for other people too. 
And there was also other people that would say stuff like, it looks like you're getting a bit of a tummy now. Oh, your body is changing now. You're not as skinny as you were before. Yep, but I'm also improving my mental health, my physical health and my well-being. And for that, I am proud of myself. So if you hear stuff like this, remember why you were doing this and do not hold on to comments like that. And these people might not even be trying to put you down. But I understand if comments like this get to you when you were trying to recover. Because you're already hearing this in your own head and then you were hearing it out loud and it's a bit of a external bias. So instead focus on all these other recovery points that we go over and also why you were doing this. You were doing this to benefit your mental health and your well-being. And of course to improve your body health. So surround yourself by the people that can actually acknowledge and be able to notice how you are looking more as a whole and not just by your body and be able to tell that you seem happier. What a, what a great feeling. Also ask yourself, what motivation do you have? What is it that is inspiring you and keeping you going on this recovery track? Make that something that you go to every time that you go through an anxious spiral of wanting to go back to your eating disorder ways. Go to those motivations every time that you need a bit of a, a reminder of why you are trying to benefit yourself again. And get rid of the things that aren't motivating you and are doing the opposite and trying to make you go back to your eating disorder. Get rid of them. Number five is accepting that you will have ambivalent feelings towards this. So yes, you may feel conflicted and having mixed feelings about wanting to heal or not wanting to heal. On one side, you have the fear of getting a bigger body shape or having to get rid of that what you think is control of the vomiting which is not as we've talked about and then on the other side you're thinking about all these other reasons of what you have lost what you are hoping to gain from healing what is it that you want to become so even though we could mention 10,000 reasons why it is a good thing to try and stop the binging and the purging there could be one thing on the other side of why we should stay binging and purging like to get smaller in size and that can be enough to fight against all these other reasons and putting you in this contradictory place in your head so it is important to accept that there will be these anxious fearful feelings that if you heal your body may change and it is important to accept that you will have feelings of wanting to go back to the eating disorder it may seem easier it may seem like your comfort zone but we are trying to step out of our comfort zone it is difficult, it is challenging, but you have the courage and the strength and it is so worth it on the other side. So yes, you might have that temporary escape from reality, but we are trying to change that around and flip it the other way so that you are no longer controlled by your eating disorder, but your eating disorder is now controlled by you and you are sending it the fuck away. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, and number six is to do it for yourself. DIY. Even that could be your code word to your accountability partner if you decide to have one. Get them to say DIY, do it for yourself. And you're just like, fuck yeah, that's right. I'm doing it for myself. I want my life and my health and my happiness to be better and stronger and shining bigger than the stars. Because remember, at the end of the day, you are the one that is going to have to gather all your strength and all that courage and push it to fight against your eating disorder, you are the one that is going to go through these uncomfortable feelings and come stronger on the other side, but they're going to come to you and it's all up to you. You can have some amazing help and some amazing support networks, which is terrific, but you are the one that will make that change. So as big and kind as your heart is that you want to do it for someone else, it does not make as big of an impact as if you want to do it for yourself because you have to love yourself enough to want to see a better future for yourself, a better outcome for yourself. And yeah, there were some experiences in my life, not even related to eating disorders, where I tried to stop things for other people. And I cared about them. I wanted to make these changes for them, but it wasn't enough because I didn't have enough self-love to keep going through and as much as I tried I truly tried to stop these things to for the love that I had for someone else but it was not going to get me to the goal because I felt like I was escaping when I would take part of all these bad habits because I just I just hated the way I felt about myself and I hated the now I hated the present I just fucking hated being where I was and feeling the way that I did so when I took part of all these other things it was like a temporary escape and I still felt shit to be honest, but it was just a bit like a different kind of shit. But once I started doing things for me and I wanted to better my life for the sake of myself, oh my gosh, didn't make a difference. And, and don't get me wrong, it was still very difficult, but that extra strength that I needed to find from loving myself and wanting to see a better future for myself, that was what I needed to push through those extremely difficult times where I had to fight against everything inside my brain and all of my fears and anxieties saying, go back to this, you need to feel this like, escape from reality, this is what you need, go, go, go. So, yep, I was still battling all of that inside my head, but it was definitely helpful to feel that reassurance for myself that, okay, it's going to be tough now, but we are looking further, we are looking 
into your future. We want an optimistic, happy, healthy future. And to get there, we have to go through these tough times now. And I am strong enough to get through it now. I am loving myself enough to want to see a better side. Because for a long time, I didn't want or feel like I deserved self-love. So I had so much love for other people. But it doesn't mean that I had any for myself. And so when I tried to go through those difficult times of stopping bad habits, all those destructive, self-hating voices inside of my head that was telling me that I didn't deserve to feel any better. So it was like I was addicted to all of these bad habits because it was my escape from reality. And not that this reality made me feel any better. It just it was a different kind of feeling. Like literally it felt like an escape. So yes, the motivation has to come from you and it can be difficult to accept, but the lack of self-love is what's clinging you to these unhealthy habits because it is your escape. So remember to do it for yourself. Imagine Shia LaBeouf, you know, the do it, just do it. Wow, I have not heard of that meme in a while, but still just do it. It applies. Think of him. And hey, that do it, just do it just came to me right in this moment. So yes, it it has some effect. Just think of him, do it, do it, do it, do it, and do it. You can do it. My favorite movie used to be Transformers, which is probably why, uh, I don't know, that doesn't really explain why he came to my head. Anyways, just, just do it, just do it. Point number seven, picture what you want to be and gain in your life. So this is things like you want to live a life where you find control out of eating controlled portions rather than feeling control when you vomit and hurt your body and your mind, which is not actually the control. The true control is when you control your portion sizes. And the reason I want you to try to picture what you want most in life is so that you don't give up what you want most for what you want now. So maybe you want that completely skinny body you want to feel that temporary relief when you vomit food out but for your mental and physical health you want to get these things done in a healthy way and as i've said before meditation is the key to life literally start giving yourself i am statements these are things that you are and you want to be so i am healthy i am fit i am strong i am calm i am rational I am a mindful eater. I am beautiful. I am intelligent. I am worthy. Fill up your minds with things that you hope to be. Even if you don't believe that you are any of these things right now. I didn't when I started meditating, but I kept saying it to myself. And the more I said it, the more I believed it. So that's why I can't stress enough why meditation is awesome. And also saying things to yourself that you want to be, even if you don't feel that right now, because you can get there. Picture yourself being stronger, being braver, more courageous and feeling and having that self-love. You can get there. Picture it and work to it. That is your motivation. And be proud of yourself. You were doing these things to benefit your health and your well-being. And that strength is beautiful. You were doing this to benefit yourself now and in the future. Let the past go. Be in your present moment where you can truly feel that love and happiness and look towards your future with optimism and excitement. Number eight, find new healthy habits. If you want, you can consider these your distractions, things that are going to redirect your mind and fill up your time rather than binging and purging or whatever it is that you were trying to change and benefit for yourself. You are going to find new and healthy 
things to control in your life. For example, the stopping the binging and the purging, of course. So you can listen to my Stopping Binge Eating podcast to know how I stopped the binging. We are looking for that true control. So ask yourself what is things that are going to benefit you. For example, I meditate, I listen to podcasts, I go exercise, and I think it's good to find the exercise that you enjoy doing. So, for example, if you love running, go for a jog. If you love weight training, do that. Like, don't make exercising so much of a chore, but something that you look forward to. And remember that great feeling that you have after you finish exercising. Sometimes it's harder than other days to go and actually push yourself to go out for that run, out for that gym session. But that afterwards feeling, you're like, fuck yeah, I did it. I pushed through it and now I feel great in the head and the body too. Think of that feeling and that's what you were aiming for. And if you are trying to distract yourself from unhealthy thoughts, like maybe you were trying to binge eat, clear your space so you can clear your mind. Go make your bed, clear up your working space, drink a lot of water, read a book, distract your mind with something else so it's not focused on the binging and the purging. I go into this in a lot of greater detail in my Stopping Binge Eating podcast, but yeah, stuff like that. Play a board game. I absolutely love board games. They are so much fucking fun. Or play a video game, whatever you are into, just something that you can fill your time with, that's something that you enjoy, that you're not going to be focused on all these negative feelings that you have in your head. But yeah, obviously, if you want to feel more productive, try stuff like going to exercise or reading a book, listening to podcasts, meditating. Meditating is literally the key. But the main focus is to do something that makes you happy and redirects all your unhealthy thoughts. Our lovely number nine is to remember that you are not alone. Remember that there are people that understand how you feel and they're not here to judge. You are all here to try to benefit yourself and be better and live a happier, healthier life. So in your darkest hour, don't feel like you have to grovel in pain alone. This is something that people want to help you with. I'm here to help you. That's why I'm making these podcasts, the TikToks. I'm trying to let you know that you are not alone in this and that you shouldn't feel like you can't open up and tell someone how you feel. Get rid of that fear that you're going to be judged or criticized or just no one will understand because there are people that do understand. I understand. I don't ever want you to feel alone or that you can't open up. I felt that for so long, but it is not true. And I would hope to help you open up to someone sooner and to stop feeling like you can't tell anyone and that no one understands because there are people out there that care for you and want the best for you. And to the people listening to this podcast, you relate in some way or another. Maybe you are listening and you don't even have an eating disorder, but you feel alone and everyone here is supported and loved. Like there are people all around the world that are listening to this podcast. You are not alone. There are people that can relate. So speaking of hello to all the newcomers, I've had people from Latvia now, Thailand, Croatia, Italy, UK, Romania and Finland. So hello to you all. Welcome. So it is really important to not feel like there is no one that you can open up to and that you just are alone. Maybe the person that you tell that you are struggling with an eating disorder, maybe they haven't been through it. And that is okay because you were choosing someone that you trust. So they might not have the experience, but I'm sure they will want to help you get to your best self. And of course, you can come here as well if you need to feel heard and supported. You are not alone. You are not alone and you deserve to feel heard and supported. And now point number 10, be kind and patient with yourself. If you have a relapse, do not use this time to beat yourself down and say everything that you did wrong. No, take something out of this. 
Ask yourself, what can you identify were your triggers? Like what made you relapse? What worked good for you and what made you want to spiral back? So like all the things that worked for me are the things that I'm sharing with you. And all the things that didn't work for me was like when I put myself down, which is why I'm saying not to. Like this would include if I tried to do it for someone else. Or when I'd be craving to binge and purge, I would put myself down saying, you shouldn't feel like this, like what the fuck is wrong with you? And also when my head would be saying, go binge and purge at the same time, like what the fuck? And it would be just filling me with so much guilt and wanting me to binge and purge so I could feel that temporary relief and escape from reality, but then also saying, you suck for feeling this way. So like, great. So when I would put all my thoughts into this, then that made it harder for me to keep going because myself was telling me all these negative things and certainly did not help me. So it is important to ask yourself what it is that sets you off or what is not helping you and what did help you. Also ask yourself what is it that you can work on and what can you change. So with my example again, something that I could have worked on is how I spoke to myself. And something that I tried to change was all the ways that I stopped the binge eating. For example, drinking a lot of water before every meal and brushing my teeth after the meal, etc. all in the other podcast. It is also important to use this as motivation to keep going. You have made it this far, which means you can get even farther next time. You're not taking steps back, you are taking steps forward. Do not tear yourself down for quote-unquote failing because it is not failing, you are working towards a different way of life and that will take time and effort and consistency. So you don't want to tear yourself down and make you start hating the thought of trying again and feeling these put-downs that you are giving yourself. So don't think of anything as failure. Take it as you have learned new things from trying and you can bring that new knowledge and strength that you have gained and, and take that and use that when you try to recover. And be compassionate with yourself. Focus on how far you've come, not for where you are not yet. You want to enjoy the journey just as much as the destination because once you reach a goal, you'll have another one. It is always great to fill your life with new goals and accomplishments that you want to achieve. And be so proud of yourself for every accomplishment that you do, no matter how big or how small they seem to you. You are challenging yourself. You are stepping out of your comfort zone. That is something to be so proud of. And the more you cheer yourself on, the more you will keep motivating yourself and empowering yourself to get to where you want to be. And there we go. There are 10 tips that I have to focus on when you are trying to recover from your eating disorder. So to quickly summarize for you, here are the 10 points again. Number one was acknowledging that you are struggling. Number two is telling someone that you are struggling. Number three is accepting how you feel. Your emotions are valuable because it shows that you care. Number four is acknowledging what has changed in your life. Accept the hard truths. Number five is understanding that you may have mixed feelings about healing. On one hand, you know that you should heal because of what it is doing to you and your health. And on the other hand, you are anxious and fearful of healing because of your body changing. Number six is to do it for yourself. Number seven is to picture what you want to be and what you want to gain. Number eight is to find new and healthy habits. Number nine is to remember that you are not alone and you have support. And number 10 is to be kind and patient with yourself. It's all about the self-love, baby. These are all things that really helped me and motivated me to keep going and I hope they do the same for you. It is a process. So the more that you love yourself, the more that you invest and believe in yourself, the more that you can work and empower yourself to get to the goal. And I know you can do it. It is possible. So keep your chin up, 
keep going, keep fighting. I know you can do it. Always be kind and patient with yourself. I know you can get to your goal. Just keep being motivated. Acknowledge where you are and acknowledge where you want to be. Tell someone how you feel and I know that you can get to where you want to be. You are so strong and you are so worthy of everything that you want to get to. Keep being motivated, keep being strong and I'm sending all my love to you. Take care and until next time, remember to eat with Ali. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 